Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello there and welcome back to another week of stupidity shenanigans and random fucking bullshit that we find on the internet. We have a full house this week because we have Stefan Jordan and Jay and me. So it is a full house. It's became, it's became a rarity to have a full house. It's um, because you keep fucking off down south. I'm sorry, I have a you job. <laughs> and Jordan is being silent, but he is here. Say hello. Hello there. There we go. You've turned Irish. No, Jordan. Jordan is um, sitting there with, like, with a big cheesy grin on his face <laughs> because he's lost a lot of weight thanks to his finally getting some. So he might be happy, he might be talkative. And it might be against his will. Anyway, we're going to jump straight into the first topic because this, I feel like this is a reason why... You, here at Taken Off Air, we don't really do religion or anything like that. We sort of disagree with everything in the world, religion included. However, I think this one thing will make at least some of us like Pope Francis a little bit more. Just a little bit. In all fairness, I thought, uh, I thought Taken Off Air was a religion. No, we, we praised almighty Freddo. No, we're our own country. We don't praise the Freddo in a religious sense. Uh, we just have it as oh, a currency. Gee. Oh, Jordan gave yeah. me a fiddle the other day, and then I ate it when I was at work yesterday. Does that mean I've ate a fiver? You've ate a fiver, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I, 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 um, me and Ashley got this um, Dylan's desserts, <gasps> and basically they gave us like two, they gave us four bloody um, freddles. Bloody freddles. Or caramel, <laughs> so. Bloody are they happy pink or the other 50s? Yeah, they're the 50s that you can't touch. No, it's... No, nice, no. No, the, 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 it was the caramel ones. <gasps> it was, it, oh, it would be can you remember they're when the, caramel freddles... of our currency. Can you remember when caramel freddles were called Taz bars? And it was Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going down this road again, because we've done it too many times. <laughs> Literally all the time. We're not overdoing it. We're just trying to like make some sort of like economy. And to make an economy, we have to have meetings about this. My, my excuse as to why so, my Freddo bar got eaten, so I lost a fiver there, was because it <laughs> melted, so it was no longer a Freddo. It was just a chunk of chocolate. It's still 250 I, I, I apologise, Kyle. Yeah, it's still 250 for about an hour. Yes, yeah, exactly. Jordan did sit yeah. on. Jordan gave me a Freddo when he got in the car. And then Kyle got in, and Jordan, Jordan sat on Kyle's for an hour, and then went, "Oh, Kyle, I got your Freddo." <laughs> yes, Jordan, move your mic down yeah. or closer to you. Move your mic down. It is closer. Closer. Yeah, it's closer it's to your mouth. Edge of the table. Hold it. Hold it. Yo. You look like a proper sport commentator. You can do a sports podcast and just sit there and stand like that. I'm going to get him a BBC microphone with a little moustache guard. <laughs> I've actually got... I'm not surprised. I've actually got some of the BBC... Um, That's why you got sacked, because you haven't the fucking phone. Is that what that thing actually is? I always thought it was just like people were holding the microphone too close, so it was just like a little bit of thing to so that they could hold it up to themselves, yeah, but it, it would is. stop them from like... 
pushing it into the face. Yeah, it is. It's so that they basically hold that against the moustache, and then yeah. it's like the microphone's like there. Moustache, you yeah. a question. Uh, talk about stealing from work. I've got loads of these. We didn't say anything about stealing from work. You just threw that in. You no, you're, you're, you're just insinuating. Yeah. You can use a, those for yeah, when we finally get what offers. Can base. Not a base. Base. The best thing is, right? The best thing is when we get an office. He's got toilet signs. Of all the things to steal, why did you steal them? Was there just a packet of them lying over and you just grabbed the packet? I had. had, No, it's just like being working in locations in front of my TV. I had these in my bag, so when I set up unit base, I had like these points so people driving I could find a way to do unit base. The old it was just in my bag, Chester. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot them in my bag, so the excuse actors yeah, use all the, the excuse <laughs> actors use all the time. Oh, I didn't steal the lightsaber from the set; it was just in my bag when I walked out. <laughs> I didn't yeah. steal Indiana Jones' whip; it was just clipped to my belt while I walked out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't steal it; my bag did. I just took my bag with us. <laughs> hey. Anyway, anyway while Jay we'll, we'll is finding himself with location to- and toilet fucking signs, <laughs> uh, back to the religious shit. Uh, it's a little bit of a while ago. Actually, it's not too far a while ago. It's April of last year, so it's about, about a year ago, basically. Um, Pope Francis decided holy water isn't the real holy water. Yes, Pope Francis. No, you're shit. It's no, this, this is the reason, right? A clip emerged, and it was while he was giving a speech and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did he dip his balls in or something? He, he accepted a through. bottle He accepted a bottle of Auburn malt whiskey from some Scottish student priests at an event at the Apostolic Palace last year. Uh, the... And while he was, like, basically accepting it, he held it up saying, this is the real holy water. Do you know what, as well? So a pope has <laughs> said, whiskey is the true holy water. And it the is. Vatican tried to get it censored. The Vatican media said the quip, quip should be cut from the film before it could be broadcast on the weekend, and it should not be shown, because it's basically going against the Vatican's belief of Christianity doesn't equal whiskey. Yeah, what is it? It's not, so uh, does, it's not treason. Does that it's... mean... Uh, does that mean that Scotland is the true um, Scotland holy is the true holy land. Because well, whiskey what about... is the holy water. <laughs> Scotland <laughs> is the provider of the holy water. What about Irish whiskey? Oh, fuck the Irish. <laughs> oh, Jay, that's a dangerous statement at any time. <laughs> Irish is for Guinness. I'll go and get me Scottish jersey out, me rugby jersey, and I'll sit here <laughs> and happily say, fuck Irish. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, if you've got a Scottish team thing, you can happily say, fuck anybody, and nobody gives a shit because you're can wearing we just, Scottish we'll just ignore. We'll just ignore the fact that the Scottish people that gave the Pope the whiskey were priests. Yeah, it was You wouldn't get priests. whiskey off a priest if they were Scottish. <laughs> Scotland is so... <laughs> even the priests are pissed. Yeah, it was during a one-hour documentary on about the priest school. Oh, that's um, why they walked. So they took some whiskey. And apparently they filmed the Pope's meeting with the students during the 18-month project 
Uh, the the quote saying that the Pope was really down to earth with them all and didn't opt for the usual procedure when handed for the bottle of whiskey as a gift. He said when they handed him the bottle, instead of just handing it to his assistant as he normally would with a gift, he held it up and said, Questa è la vera acqua santa, which means this is the real holy water. He guffawed with laughter and it was a real icebreaker with the students to put everyone at ease. But we'd agreed that the Vatican's media office would be allowed to approve all of our footage before we broadcast it. So we sent them the files, and when they sent it back, that bit of him saying it was cut out. We were really annoyed at first, but they insisted they didn't want the Pope to be seen endorsing whiskey. I want to see... In case the whiskey sales go Yeah. Right. Pope was really disappointed because he misunderstood when he got the memo that he was going to be joined by students for nine months. (laughs) <laughs> Apostolic Palace Scotland That just sounds like your thoughts Is there a is there a reason? Uh Carl's gone dead. I'm just looking <laughs> for like pictures of these priests or something. Apparently the apostle the apostolic palace is actually in the Vatican. So it's a case of they were in there were priests there were student priests from Scotland from that thing and they must have went to Scotland or so this fucking thing's confusing. <laughs> Kyle, I think oh, yeah. student priests went to the Vatican. No, it's it's because this it's because it's Scottish student priests that were at the palace when the Pope visited. So the students were learning to be priests and everything at the palace in Rome, but they were Scottish students, and they must have obviously brought the whiskey with them. (laughs) In which case, how did they hide whiskey in the fucking Vatican for so long? Well, they all wear dresses. There's plenty of space to hide things in there. True. To be honest, one of my games literally has a mission where you have to infiltrate a priesthood and you have to get, like, lockpicks and whiskey and wine and all sorts. Wait, not whiskey. You have to get wine and weapons and all sorts. Is that one of your games or one of your dreams? One of my games? Kingdom Come Deliverance. You have to break out of the priesthood. (laughs) You just said you had to infiltrate it. What, so once you get in, you've then got to get out? Yeah, because you you go in to try and get information from a couple of the priests, and then you have to get out because, of course, you've said a sacred oath, so you're not allowed to leave. So you have to sneak away. Also, yeah, so you have to break out. It's in a palace that is actually in in real life. It is actually a palace, and it was never completed in the game. It shows like the stages of it being completed, and the stage it is in the game is how it looks in real life because the money dried up and wars happen and stuff, so it was never finished. Where's Jay go? Oh, he's back. Jay's back. Jay's been Hi, having issues Jay. all night. Oh. So we may have issues in this recording session once more. Again. Just for, just for a change. I don't edit this. Ashley does, so not my problem. <laughs> yeah, but if, if, if your recording session session fucks up, you're hosting, <laughs> which means it will fuck up the entire thing for us. Yeah, like the last time when we had to restart 10 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What last oh, time? We're, profesh- <laughs> we're professional. We don't restart. We are professionally unprofessional. Right, or unprofessionally one... professional. It's no, mostly both webcam work. that fucks up shit, so I just disabled webcam. So you just can't see Jay sitting in his pyjamas with his belly fat out? My belly fat's not out. Probably is. You yeah. sure about that? 
I feel like as soon as the camera's off, you just lounge back, you sort of breathe out, and the gut just comes out. And he, Kyle. Just, and he, does, and he does the Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, the Homer Simpson. If you'd like to, the, appro- um... to apply for a job at Sam <laughs> Taken Off Air, please send an email to info at septicide.org with the subject, Kyle's Replacement. <laughs> if your name's Kyle or Jordan, that's even better because we can just get rid of one of them and we don't have to change the names at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Aww, I love you. You're, ad- you're an adorable teddy bear. Don't worry about it. He's still calling you fat just in a nice way. It's like a <laughs> the compliment. It's because, it's because teddy bears are adorable. He's been called us fat all day. They're also small and fat. <laughs> to be honest, I've been calling you fat all day, but I've been calling you a teddy bear since like high school, so you know. Talk about email addresses and for cows replacement. You also can contact us at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> professionals. You can also contact us at Twitter. Twitter. I take you, can it off us, you can also contact us at Twitter. Yes, oh, watch, watch out watch out for uh, posts coming soon, hopefully. And well, like literally keep your eyes out for it because immediate be, action all, will need to be taken. All will be revealed. Soon. Soon. Anyway, oh, Jordan's so, gonna reveal yourself online. Jordan. Talking about revealing yeah, yourself and no, I'm calling it Twitter. Jordan, so you have a topic us. about a wanker. You can call us at 0800-00-1066. <laughs> 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 Who's he? <laughs> Which king is it? Right, so we've just established that... We've... 1066. I knew you were going there, and I don't know why. Genuinely no, can, can we pick a different wall, a more obscure wall with England versus the French so we can have that as our phone number? <laughs> 0800 0 0 2021. The 2020 wall's an all-out wall. Then that would be about Boris, but we'll not get into that. Oh, well, there is a wall <coughs> at the minute, to be fair. Exactly. Yeah, yeah Boris is on the French again. That's not what I meant. There's an actual wall. Mike, turn him off. Do you want to no, yeah, discuss on here? No. <laughs> anyway, Wankas, Jordan. Wanking. 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 You have a quiet voice. Who is this Wanking? Sport I, I'll, mode. I'll, I'll go, go sports mode. In, yes, engage <laughs> sport mode. Well. Why can't this be my boss? Well. Can you picture Jordan's sports The topic mode? is, boss lets staff take masturbation, masturbation breaks at work. <laughs> the, the boss of an adult entertainment company offers her employees half an hour daily masturbation breaks after finally they had become agitated yeah. during lockdown. Is, this, lo- the, 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 this looked a lot more interesting before I knew that it was an adult film industry thing. I thought it was legitimately just <laughs> like an, an office. office space. <laughs> I thought it was legitimately like an Apple office space or some shit where they no, just went, yeah. No, okay. but wait, wait, I'll tell you the name of the boss. Wait, so I tell you the name of the boss. Oh, God. It's going to be a made-up porn name. Eric Alust. Well, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Boss of Eric Alust Films is ho- hoping to normalise masturbation by allowing her 36 members of staff and half an hour masturbation break. And to be fair, it's not abnormal in her industry. She's not revolutionising it there, is she? It's not abnormal and also <laughs> half an hour isn't very long. And has he... <laughs> um. 
how you got to learn allow- quicker when you just flick the wall off I bet the by allowing her 36 members of staff for <laughs> half an hour every every I half an hour right. every day and has even, well, yes. and has even set up an, a private masturbation station at, her, at the office Dude, have I've... you ever seen a masturbation pit? okay okay one that would be a horrible shared area two if it's an adult film industry, how long do you reckon until it becomes a glory hole station? Have you ever seen a masturbation test? No. No, I haven't. I don't want to. Oh, Stefan, to, to break the topic, do you want to hear something that you wouldn't, wouldn't think would never happen? <laughs> Go on, then. Go for it. Newcastle beating Man City 1 now. Jordan, just because you went sports mode doesn't mean you can actually thingy on the sports. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump in then. Uh, I'm going to talk about, since we quickly mentioned the UK and France, sorry, Jordan, was there any more to to that topic or was I done? Just basically, the decision that to have them do this was because they were agitated and were performing with less energy during the pandemic. It's like, the actors can't have a bank. Can you see my screen? Yes. Why are you looking at quarantine facts? Can you see my screen? Uh, yes. Sorry, I was reading your tags. Um... <laughs> what? It's got, it's, it's literally, because it's even got five stars. It's got no, three and a half stars. That's a YouTube video I'm watching. This is the important thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just. <laughs> no. One who reviews those Six, things, and, and two for, for anybody for anybody that doesn't that can't see it, it is basically you know those one person saunas that you see advertised where it's like a portable sauna, it's just a quick setup, you zip up the front, it's Stephen, just a one man sauna. That's basically what it I is, but without the sauna. Needs refuse. Find Nusk refuse. Yeah, that's the privacy cover. <laughs> yes. Find the six refuse. I want to know. Oh, hold on. That's, you, that's your job while I talk about the UK and Spain. Yes. Uh, you know how we own Gibraltar? Wait, it's got, yeah, British territory, yeah. Yeah, Gibraltar's British territory. Uh, apparently, in the early 2000s, yes. the UK, us and Spain, nearly came to an agreement to share sovereignty over Gibraltar, which sort of makes sense because it's closer to Spain, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was put to a vote, and 99% of the population of Gibraltar rejected Spain having any sort of sovereignty over the rock, so mm-hmm. it remained a British territory. Yeah. 99% of Gibraltar decided, no, fuck you, we'll want to stay British. I can guarantee that 1% was either the Spanish people visiting or British uh, expats that just could not be asked. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I know I'm not very talkative, but I'm fighting the fucking reviews. So. No, it's fine. Also, God Save the Queen isn't technic- isn't the um it isn't oh. it's the national anthem of Gibraltar, <laughs> it's the national anthem of Britain. It's not the national anthem of England. We don't technically found, have one he's anymore. Found a he's found a refuse. Jerusalem. Yeah, we've got an unofficial one, but we don't have any official ones for England. Which <laughs> means, if we ever if we ever split up the UK, 
I found, I found some reviews. One... one guy apparently used it as a portable toilet to, when he went fishing. Uh, I have this to a camping and hunting on fishing trips. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, camping on hunting and fishing trips. And occasionally a buddy will tag along. This creates tent space that is easy uh, to pop up as a shelter. Um, it's tall and deep enough to handle a human and a bucket if desired. <laughs> I already used it on a recent trip, and I put my toilet bucket in there, using extra room for changing some items, and of course, the bathroom. It held up nicely and in a pretty strong rainstorm. <laughs> yeah, why not? Not the easiest to fall back into the original shape and its carry yeah, bag, but I imagine one. I'll get better at that over time. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you want privacy, why not? I know, but still. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... One guy too started and went, beware of restocking for you if you return this item. Do not expect a full refund. It's like, try to return it. Dude, dude, bought a pair of these adjusted the 50 with free shipping from Dick's Sporting Goods. Dear Lord. No, oh, holy shit. Uh, he complains that he's 6 or 2 and he doesn't really fit there very well. They should do a larger size, apparently. Can't you I'm not reading all that because it's before. literally a fucking page of writing. <laughs> oh. They're the only reviews I can find. Alright. Stefan. Yes. You... <sighs> I do love the dedication. Uh, Stefan. <laughs> yes. You like funny names. You usually always have a funny name when we do recording sessions do. and you always find the real life people to do it. Yes. This name is legendary, but at the same time, newspapers managed to get it wrong by adding a bit. Okay. Okay. Then it's Carl Theodore Maria Nikolaus Johann J. Jakob Philip Franz Joseph Sylvester Freher von Unzu Gutenberg. Right? Right. That's it. He was appointed a minister. But newspapers somehow decide, got his name wrong and decided that there wasn't whoa, enough whoa, whoa, names there. Hold on, you said somehow they got his name wrong. I think it's obvious how they got his name wrong. <laughs> well, no, they didn't miss out any of the bits or get any of the bits wrong. They correctly yeah. reported all of his name and added Wilhelm to his name. Well, why not? <laughs> I don't know how they did it. But they <laughs> added it Shelton. all on. He is. <laughs> Uh, uh, it says German media got itself into a little bit of a muddle over the past week covering the appointment of Karl Theodor von Unzu Gutenberg as Germany's new Minister of Economics. He's got the longest name in the history of the world. I think he'll do well as Germany's economics person. Dude. Uh, uh, the media all seems to be asking themselves, who is this 37-year-old baron from ba- from Bavaria? And does he have, have the right stuff to help Germany? Uh, they got straight down to business trying to poke fun at them. Uh, but the the uh, it's got a picture of the newspaper clipping, and you can't actually see. They've added it into the middle of it, so not even at the end. His name is Karl Theodor Maria Nikolaus Johann Jakob Philip Franz Josef Sil- Sylvester von Unzu Gutenberg. And what they did was added in the Wilhelm in between the Philip and the Franz. So it was literally sort of in the middle of the name. They just decided, fuck it, we're going to put Wilhelm in there. Wow. I mean, that's quite impressive. That they just. Do you think that's how he got that name? 
like at the, at the beginning of Von Gutenberg, and then every time you got a newspaper clip on your own, someone just added in a name. Do you want? It's actually got the reason why it was added to his name, and this is proof that journalism is dead, and that we are the only true journalists in the world now. Well, us four. Yes. Oh, that's fucked. The world's not had the... all the news. All the newspapers, because they had strapped for time journalists and publications doing it, looked at the Wikipedia entry for the, the minister's name. Was audible, whoever it was. However, the Wikipedia entry was edited as a joke. And Dr. Zu Gutenberg acquired an 11th name of Wilhelm. Okay. So, Germany, that's the complete German sense of humour. Instead oh. of editing it to make him sound funny or sound stupid or anything, they literally just added an 11th name to his already 10 names. Well, speaking of crazy names, oh. I, ironically, or maybe not ironically, do you know who was... The best-selling artist of, if you give us a second, I think it was 2016. 2016? Yeah. What are you looking for? Yeah, it was 2016, I've got it. So according to the billboard, they sold a total of 1.25 million CDs in 2016, which beat Drake, Kanye, <coughs> and Beyonce. Who did? Well, that's what you're trying to determine. Who do you think it was? Who who did the beat Kanye, Beyonce, and Drake? But has beaten Drake, Kanye, and Beyonce who were the closest to them in 2016. In 2016 alone, this artist sold 1.25 million CDs. I feel like it's going to be something like there was a film or biography or some or something stupid. So it's either going to be something ridiculously stupid like the Shrek soundtrack. Or it's going to be something like the re-emergence of Queen or the Beatles or something. It is not a soundtrack. It is an artist. (laughs) No, it wasn't Adele. She was still in that skinny break by that point. Jordan. Would you like a clue? Jordan's on his skinny break. Yes, I would like the clue. Would you like to know... Because I don't do music. Would you like to know, minus his surname that will give it away... What is name? What he was, um, what what his christened name was, basically. Come on then. Right, you have to bear with us a second because I do have to play because I don't know where the fuck I put it. Uh, he was christened Johannes mm, no Chrysostomus Wolfgangus Gottlieb Theophilius. I feel like I've heard that somewhere. You may have. But I don't know enough about the music charts so, to know anything because I don't listen to the charts. Why? You may know him as Wolfgang Amadeus. Ah, Mozart. Mozart was the highest selling artist of 2016. I wonder if there was some sort of like film or something that had no, Mozart. No, so, I can tell I mean, exactly Mozart, why. Mozart is amazing and I highly agree he should be at the top of the list along with Beethoven and Vivaldi. Oh. But, you know. I know, a, um, basically a record label um, produced a CD um, that was Mozart, called Mozart 225, the new complete edition, which was a 200 CD collection of over 240 hours of music, which was every piece of music he composed, and included additional hours of reading material, including some of his memoirs. So he sold 
they sold 1.25 million of them, so he became the highest selling artist in 2016. Fair do. Which is mad. But no, so he's, he, he was christened. This is what, when I looked into it, it was really weird. So he was christened, uh, or, or sorry, he was baptised as Johannes Chrysostomus Wolfgangus Theophilius Mozart. Right? But later, his father decided to drop his two first names because when he was preparing promotional literature uh, for when he was taking him on tour, because he took him on tour when he was really young. He was like nine when he took him on tour. Oh, um, yeah. The, his, his father was one of those, like, really beat the music into yeah. types, I think. So they the dropped him because... And then the, the Amadeus come into it later because basically he, they were multilingual. Um, so he was christened Gottlieb, which is German for love God. But Amadeus means exactly the same in Latin, so that's what it became. But for a yeah. lot of his life, actually, it was Theophilius, and when he was christened, it was Theophilius because it was Greek. Um, so it kind of got dropped, and then it, he was never actually. There was one recorded instance of him signing something, Wolfgang Amadeus, and it was he used the Amadeus as like a satirical uh, kind of thing, like a like, like a, a moniker or something. Yeah, and it wasn't until after his death that he was recorded as Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, that's what everyone thought he was called. Fair do. So yeah. It, which, one, which one is it? There's one where the the widely known oh. as being German or something, but they were actually Belgian or Bolivian or something. There's like one where everybody thinks they came from one country, but they're actually from the smaller neighbouring country. It's just because yeah, they well, did the, all the big performances as, as, in the big yeah, country. Yeah, as is a few people, a lot of people thought Wolfgang was German, but he's Austrian. Same yeah. with like Hitler. A lot of people that were in Austria at some point, a lot of people assumed was German. Yeah. Speaking of Germany and stuff, because I'm going to continue with the Germany things, I mentioned to you guys a while, a bit ago, like a sort of spoiler, that the there is blah, 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 there was a German town in World War Two that was left untouched by bombs mm. for a very strange reason. Would you like to try and guess the reason why it was left untouched? Go on. Then. No, no, I want you to guess at least once. Why? Why Come was on. it untouched? Yeah, so um, it was completely not bombed, like untouched. It survived the entire war without receiving a single bombing strike. It wasn't on any British maps. Nope. Nobody knew it was there. Well, the bo- that might be part of it, but not exactly. It's in the arse end of nowhere and we didn't give a shit about it. Nope. It was so well fortified that we're planes couldn't get near it. Nope. Think stupider. Think stupider? Yes. Uh, it was the first town we came to, so we just kept flying over it and ignoring it and yeah. go further inland. No. You know how... <laughs> both countries, both countries, in order to try and hide the towns and stuff, they did blackouts. Well, it didn't. We thought it was rude, like a joke, like a piss take. Honestly, that. honestly, this town, <laughs> apparently it's so close to the border of Switzerland that it decided, instead of doing the blackout and making it look like it's part of Germany, it kept all the lights on and in fact turned more lights on to make it more illuminated and we all thought it was part of Switzerland because it wasn't blacked out and it was on the border. Dude, isn't there, a, I'm sure there's a hotel or something it's, in that it's, town where it's, co- it's, called, it's called Constance. Yes, I'm sure there's a hotel in that town. Maybe you think there's something else where you can stay where if you're on one side, you're in Germany. If you're on one side, you're in Switzerland. And there was people who were in Germany, uh, Jews and stuff, that obviously would get persecuted in Germany, who would basically 
couldn't cross the border because you know you know they'd be killed or whatever so they would go into there and cross to the swiss side through the hotel or through that building as it were i don't think it was a hotel at the time in order to not be persecuted kind of thing i'm sure that was something i've read somewhere yeah um i'm having a look Could be wrong. it's it's uh do 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 that's Ooh. what i thought it was called it was the birthplace of Count Ferdinand von Zeppelin, the constructor of the famous Zeppelin airships. <laughs> uh, and it was all—it's a—it's a—it is a popular destination for Inkofo Tourismus, which is cross-border shopping yes. by the Swiss due to lower prices on basic items in Germany. So they used to just hop the border by walking through the town. Do you know what there's a? I'll come back to that crossing borders. It it's got it's sort of half old town, half large town. It is actually got a it's got um world heritage sites. It's it's home to one or more prehistoric pile dwelling settlements that are part of the uh, heritage sites around the Alps. Um, it. In 2007, the University of Constance, being one of the nine German universities most successful in the initiative, has gained considerable reputation as a so-called elite university, uh, and it was founded in 1966. It's apparently... It houses an excellent library with approximately 2 million books, all freely accessible 24 hours a day, as well as a botanical garden. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking. The city skyline is dominated by Constance Cathedral, several other churches, and three towers are left over from the city hall, one of which marks the place of the former medieval bridge over the Rhine. Yeah. So it's literally in... It's not like it wasn't in a part of the war, it wasn't in a zone of the war, it's just because it was so close to Switzerland, they left the lights on, and people thought it was part of Switzerland. Right, so so the whole crossing borders thing, I knew yes. I'd read this somewhere. So, basically, because of the, I might be saying this wrong, but Glindwer Rebellion of 1403, um, Prince Henry, Prince of Wales, which is future Henry V, was also Earl of Chester, right? And on the 4th of September, 1403, because of the Welsh Rebellion, he ordered that all Welsh people and Welsh sympathisers should be expelled from the city. This is Chester. Uh, none should enter the city before sunrise and none shall stay after sunset on the pain of decapitation not hanging but it basically would be the same effect Uh, there are records of people standing um, basically uh, Welshmen were arrested under this order and there was people like touting that they were like good people they were good behaviour, they weren't doing anything wrong kind of thing and but yeah, the textbooks don't refer to anyone ever receiving the maximum quote unquote penalty for this crime or whatever. But yeah, so but it's never been appealed. It's a, sorry, repealed. It's never been repealed. So technically, if there is a Welshman in Chester after dark, you are legally allowed to kill them. However, there are certain laws. So um, the it's, thing is, it's, that it's like even, a British law where it's yeah, you have to mandate. You've got well, mandatory yeah, two hours long boat practice. Henry, it's harder. It's harder to erase a law than it is to just make one yeah, on top of Henry it. Henry V signed this because he was Earl of Chester at the time, right? But he was Welsh himself. 
<laughs> so that, yeah, that's but he's king. And the so other thing is, get away with it. the other thing is that there's no evidence of this law ever being repealed. So technically, it still stands, right? But that, it has been superseded by other laws. So in some cases, there is the contradictory situation. So, for example, on this one, uh, you're not allowed, obviously, murder someone. Yeah. Yeah. But technically, this law still stands. So Welshman is not allowed in the town after dusk with a penalty of death or whatever. So technically, you would be allowed to maybe shoot them. <laughs> but not kill them. But you're also under law wouldn't be allowed to harm him, harass him, or endanger his life in any way. So that isn't shooting him both harming and harassing him, even if you don't endanger his life. Well, I'm guessing the second law came in on top of it, so it's a way to yeah. prevent the first law. Yeah, but it's never physically been repealed, so you could just quote this law from 1403 and go, well, he was in Chester after dark, I'm allowed to shoot him. You're also allowed to kill a Scotsman in the city of York if they are carrying a bow and arrow. So just hand a Scotsman a bow and arrow and say, stand there. And then shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, we have loads of weird laws that just don't get checked out. It's it's honestly, it's that stupid thing of in the law system of laws, it's harder to erase or repeal something than it is to just put a law on top of it. So, for yeah. example, the one you've just said, the reason that they've said you can't cause harm or anything is literally so people can't follow the first law. Because that would mean yeah. you're breaking the second law by following the first law. It's just mad, though. It's, uh... it's loads of random stuff like that. Like, it's, um... There's... Every country has them as well. It's not just here. Every country has those sorts of laws. I'm pretty sure there's a couple in Australia that, that are quite similar. Um... But yeah, the law systems are basically fucked. People in law get your fucking shit together. Basically, parliaments and shit like that need to get better at saying no. D- yeah, definitely. Saying say no. Kyle? Yes? Do you know that when somebody's upset and you say, go, you say to them, go to bed, you'll feel better in the morning? Yes. No, isn't that the yes. Isn't that the human equivalent of turning them on and off again? Off and on again? Yes, it is. And it works, because it resets the brain function. Carry it's... On. It's it is it works perfectly. Uh, I'm gonna because I was talking about the University of Constance. I'm gonna talk about a different university, but I'm gonna go to the. We're gonna take you back to the year of 1969. What a year! The, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> this is the University of Washington. So unfortunately, it's not a good university. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but apparently there was a student protest in also the area. Would you like? Would you like to know how they got rid of the protest? Kill them. Shot them. Shot them. Shot them. Shoot America, them all. America. Yeah, they would have shot them definitely. <laughs> oh, we're looking for specifics. Shot them with um a shotgun. Well, I was going for like some. It would be some daft, like you know, with the water kind of nope. people are beanbagged them because it's not harmful, but it breaks all their ribs. Nope. Uh, two Eastern Washington farmers were tucking were, tw- were beehives across Dude, that's the even university campus, <laughs> and the bees, quote unquote, air quotes here, accidentally escaped, causing a swarm of bees to attack the students. Do you know you can't rent bees? 
Can you? Yeah, they're transporting on trucks. They live on trucks, and you can rent like a beehive, and it'll come and do its thing. And it's for like I'm guessing. I'm guessing that that's what the university did. Yeah. But the, it, it was a. The farmers claimed this was an accident, but nobody believed them. <laughs> Leftists, rightists, neutrals, and police were stung by the bees, which were both Appian and apolitical. <laughs> really? Did the, did the, the university administration did the university administration actually invite the bees to campus? The answer, as it turns out, is undoubtedly yes. A former <laughs> campus police officer who was on duty at the time relates his perspective on the honeybee question. I was on the board, blah, 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 and his vice president running a radio link to the people at the site of the demonstration. Before we went out, we were told they had information that someone was trying to disrupt the demonstration with honeybees, and that an anti-venom was laid in at the student health centre. What sure anti-venom? Pick- it's, they're not rattlesnakes. Sure enough, a pickup truck arrived on campus and was allowed to enter. There were strict rule c- contr- uh, controls on traffic entering campus. To- ca- campus so obviously it was let in that opened the doors for them and the truck stopped right in front of the demonstration a man got out and got in the back of the pickup (laughs) and started opening hives the farmer was allowed to leave campus and was never questioned i remember (laughs) running the license plate and showing the name and address to the the people in the boardroom they weren't at all interested there are so many good layouts for this they were accidentally let out as a guy just got up and casually started opening beehives (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and they had anti-venom. I'm assuming they had that anti-venom in case anybody had like an allergic reaction or anything. Yeah, like some people yeah. do react to the venom yeah, but, really badly. Yeah, but then don't, isn't it not anti-venom? It's just basic like what you would give to someone who has an allergy. What do you call no, it? No, I, th- I, I think bee venom. I think it does react with some people the same way like that snake venom and stuff would react to them. So you do have to actually give them an anti-venom. It's you'd have to be I'm by a lot easier. Of bees. I'm assuming it's easier to synthesize than it is to synthesize snake venom, but yeah. I just love the fact that the the they had strict traffic control, which everybody would have well, known about. So so it was pretty obvious that opened the gate for the truck to get in. I mean it was more the, obvious when a guy got out and started going, Oh whoops, then bees have escaped and then walked away. <laughs> I think the obvious oh, bit was when he pulled in right in front of the protest exactly. and then got up Please. and into the back of it. Please tell me he was blasting Free Little Birds by Bob Marley and singing along. <laughs> I mean, you know it's, 69, so it's 69, 1969, so was Bob Marley around then? The, the, <laughs> thing, the thing is, right, that he turned up in a pickup. Is there anything more American than this? You know, like, we, I know, that there were bees. How are we going to do that? We'll get Cleta City's pickup truck to come down with his bee eyes. Apparently, apparently, it was an attempt to... Sh- the um, It was an attempt by the students for a democratic society to shut down... The uh, corporate recruiting at the university's dem- Well, they learned a the lesson there, and that's how democracy works. You think you're voting <laughs> for someone, but really, you've got no fucking control over it, and they'll send these yeah, on you if you try and go against them. Basically, sounds <laughs> like there was a, a peaceful protest from the students trying to shut down corporate recruiting at the university, which I can get behind completely. And in response, the people in, at the head of the university just decided, right, get Bill from down the road when he did bees. <laughs> it was a sting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the police officer, that's Jay broken. Yeah. Uh, well, my heart, you might end the podcast there, Jay's broken. 
Um, yeah, Jay's bringing out his fucking Joker laugh. <laughs> so, lads, I've really learned that when we get our own little island and make our own country... We're going to set bees on people because it's not illegal. Yeah. yeah, that's our crowd control. <laughs> to be honest, I'm game for that. Two, th- two things. One, the, the police officer was called David Wilmer. How awesome... That's just a great name. And two, he's... Um, this is a Fred Flintstone. Bees... Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. You know how you can get the jars of honey? And it's got a honeycomb in it? Yes. Yes. I want to try one of those, because I don't think I've ever tried it. But they're always the most expensive thing in the world. And I don't want to try the ones that are in the supermarkets. I want to try, Kyle, like, a, get... a local farmer's market. So I want to go to, like, a local farmer's market Kyle. and buy... Just a jar of honey that's still got the honeycomb in it. Right. At our local village fair that we do, Kyle, you can get those beekeepers that come down and you can buy them. That's the first point. So you don't have to go very far. Second. I know. Market market probably has it as well. Honey is a little bit expensive, especially like organic honey and natural honey and stuff, right? But I don't think it's the most expensive thing in the world, really. It's not, but the way, the, the way my brain processes it, though, is I want to try the honey. I, I want to try the honey with the, with the honeycomb in, but my brain will be looking at the, like if I go to a supermarket, <laughs> my brain will be looking at that and seeing that that costs like five pounds seventy or something, and then it'll look to the left and see a bottle of squeezable honey for one pound, and my brain cannot allow me to spend six pound on honey. When I can buy honey right next to it for one pound. Yeah, I know, but the honey right next to it with the one pound, the bees have been putting little milk and machines with little fucking things on them that, like a cows. <laughs> That's an image I want to fucking see: is bees just in a little milk so milk and a bee. <laughs> so we've worked out that Kyle's brain will not let him spend more than a. Yeah, well, he has to go to a local fair just because he can't condition his own brain. I, my, yeah. <laughs> I don't like spending money unnecessarily, so if I know that I can get You honey, bought a fucking will... air rifle. Yeah, that was out of necessity of a hobby. <laughs> yes, but that's because I want to you take up Galigfrey and it's fun. <laughs> that's because the bottle was nice. <laughs> exactly, you don't we so much money. Bought alcohol. It's not as necessity, Kyle. No, it's the, it's the things of, like, I can do stuff like that because it's things like that, but if you'll notice... If you saw us buying the wax seals, I spent an hour looking through all the different wax seals until I found the one I liked, and then I compared prices for another hour until I found the <laughs> cheapest version I could get. Kyle. Oh, hi. Kyle. Yes. I'll give you four freddles for all your alcohol. Fuck off. <laughs> Are you joking? I've got like a hundred quids worth of alcohol just sat on the shelf up there. And it's going to waste. <laughs> it is going to waste. There's like three bottles of Kraken, Hotspur gin, three bottles gin of crack. From, Anaca- from some gin from Anna Castle, um, a small bottle of Kraken, um, a bottle of what was it? It was a Ghost War. It was a Winter Walker special thing for Game of Thrones. It's one of the. It's a whiskey. It's Jim Walker or something. But Jim it's, Beam. He's j- no, it's like a, a Johnny Walker. A brand with Walker in its name. Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, that's one. It's Johnny Walker, but they did a Game of Thrones special, so he's Jim dressed Walker. up as like a as like a Winter Walker thing. White Walker. So it's, it's literally a yeah, that's the one. White Walker. Get all no of the names again. Winter Walkers. <laughs> can we not just can we not just have a party at Kyle's house? Yeah. No, because we'll ruin all these nice balls. 
<laughs> by making them all empty and shit. No, Kyle can be the barmaid. Kyle was a barmaid for a long time. No, this, this is the thing. I have special edition Kraken ball. I don't buy just normal Kraken balls, by the way, people. I buy the Not special editions that come out at like Christmas and stuff, okay? And I've got three that are unopened, and one was opened by my uncle when he came over from Australia, and he finished the entire bottle in one night. Do you know when you have shower thoughts? Yes. My next one's more of a conspiracy theory, and I think you'll get this one. Well, Kyle buys booze so he can poison everybody no, else eventually. No, it's nothing to do with this. Yeah, actually have a lot of shower, uh, of shower thoughts. Right. Well, one of them is, uh, what if plants are farming us? Technically, they could be. Because if you think about it, we plant plants, they take in carbon dioxide out the air and put out oxygen, and they grow and stuff, and then we pick them, eat them, do whatever we do with them. <laughs> but really, humans are born, plants need to breathe in carbon dioxide, but there's not enough of it in the world without stuff breathing it. So we do the opposite process. So we breathe out the carbon dioxide they need. And then when we die, right, we then basically get broken down into the soil and then they feed on us. So what if plants are farming us? I get the really sneaking suspicion that plants would find a far more efficient way of doing it than having humans, considering they are animals that live far less, produce far more carbon dioxide in their lifetime. Uh, well, no, it's just far animals less, in general. They can become, which means they can become compost and like be, de- decompose and like supply yeah, nutrients to the if soil. If you're a dandelion, it's going to take often. you a long time to eat a cow. Yeah. Wait, yeah, the but, day, but... Have, you ever, have you ever watched David Anbar? Also, human shit is like the worst thing for fertilizer. Is it not about the shit? I wonder when you die. And it's not have a you good ever fertilizer. Watched, um, Some yeah, of it's David bad. Anbar, Some of the chemicals and stuff that we have now, it's slowly getting worse and worse. Jay's turn to Dave. Yes, Jordan. Jay. Yes. Oh, God. It's because Jordan hasn't <laughs> spoken for a while. I just saw him drifting off. It's like, Jordan, pay attention. Okay, Jay, go. Right. <laughs> David Amber had a like a series about the minuscule of like life and how plants use uh, uh, like small insects to carry around seeds, like and bees basically and birds. But bees are the biggest. Let's go back to the bee theory. Back not back to bees. Yes, go back, back to, bees. to bees. Bees are the best. Bees. Do you know there's a bee stylus that like brushes the bee's hair and stuff. You know that you know there's a bee charity. I'm really tempted to actually like. Get is it a called Bee Happy? I'm not too sure what it is. I think it's just called Support the Bees. <coughs> the the um. The emotional part of the bee milk. What was it? What was it? I saw the other day. It was something to do with bees, and it, it was something ridiculous. Like the um, there's like a type of bee that has a ridiculously stupid job. Also, the bees are getting fucking bigger. I don't know I will, if it's the pollution or what, but the bees are getting bigger and bigger. Dude, every year. there is a bee. Like was, there's a bee that lives inside snail shells. Crab bees. Like I was saying, right? Does David Abra had a whole series about minuscule insects helping reproduce our planet and with um, using plants? Yes. And it says that the plants use the bees and other insects to basically reproduce and ha- have sex. Mm-hmm. So they can have more flowers. Same with birds, they use that. Right. So going to Stefan's shower for... To use everything. Technically, f- uh, plants are the master race 
because they utilize every single living thing on Earth yeah. to keep their species going. Even elephants and rhinos shed out like berry seeds and stuff and grow new bushes. To do? Yeah. But then, and I, uh, this go- if you spend £95 on a on like a hundred kilo, or not a hundred kilo, on a ten kilo bag. Of course, okay. ten kilo. No, no, sorry, kilos. It's gram. A ten gram bag of okay. um, black ivory coffee. Yeah. They basically make elephants eat coffee beans, and when they shit them out, they put them in a bag and. Send it's it the off same here. as Kobe Lupak. It's the uh, yeah, the Asian they, they, they the Asian civic the Asian civet cat, which is a cat that is found only in the forests of Asia. To get a tiny little weasel thing, and it eats the coffee plants, then shits out the beans, and then they make Kobe Lupak. Kyle's face is the best. I'm confused as to how we managed to go from bees and plants being the best and most efficient things on earth to people <laughs> buy shit in your coffee. People, people buy coffee that's been shit out by a cat in fucking forests. Well, no, it's an it's an Asian palm civet, so it's not technically a cat. But okay, it's been shit out by it's an like animal a in a forest. Yeah, to go for it. I wonder does... who's following round these round picking out one bean at a time. I want to know. I want to know who the fuck had that idea. That's I bet it wasn't sick. Palm Summit. <laughs> Google it. That's true. Fuck's sake. I don't want to Google it. I don't want my search history to say sh- fucking coffee that an animal shit out. Where did it come from? Where did you go? Where did it come from? Cotton eye for Google. Because Luwak or Luwak. Copy Luwak. Yeah, through my search history, it does have much worse things in judgment from half Well, mine now has portable masturbation tent in it, so. But seriously, a single pack of black ivory coffee is £85. That would be a case of you would never open it, you would never drink it, it would just be there for the sake of having it. It's like, it's like those celebrity things where it's like everything's massively overpriced for no fucking reason. See, Kobe Luwak's a bargain. Cool. How much is that, Kyle? Sorry? Kobe Luwak? Sorry, how, how much is the uh, elephant shit one? Elephant shit one, you can get a coffee machine and three packs for £510. Mm-hmm. How big are the packs? How many grams? 35 grams. So tiny. Yeah, so you can get 200 grams of Kobe Luwak for 50 quid, and you can have it as roasted coffee beans for a percolator, for a cafetiere, Turkish coffee, espresso, or filter coffee. So you can select what grind you want. Oh, mint! I mean, I'll I'll be honest, that that coffee maker maker machine looks like it belongs in a steampunk house, and it looks fucking beautiful, so, you know. I can understand the coffee machine, I can't understand the coffee. I would have the coffee machine purely for the aesthetic that it has. Kyle. Kyle, what's wrong? Bear Grylls picked up an elephant shit and squeezed the water over and you're getting pissy because we're picking coffee beans out. I'm getting pissy because someone thought it was a good idea to follow an animal around and take the fucking shit away from it and go, hmm, no, that makes it good coffee. It tenderizes the beans. Makes it better. Well, you, you guys know I have two coffee machines, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you had I've three. Got... Did you get rid of one? No, one's the uh, kettle. One's the kettle. <laughs> yeah. Once on maternity leave. <laughs> oh, that's Jay. She's gonna trouble. slap you for that yeah. one. That's that's Jay dead. Let's have a special and a test and a testimonial. And as an special um, capable pods of the black ivory coffee, you, it's three pods and it's for thirty five quid. You know. But does that mean go back to agree with what Kyle says? So he said the humans are the least efficient. I agree because that means all we can grow sweet corn. 
we digest everything else. Any seeds, any yeah. berries, anything you eat, you digest other than sea corn. But we we can technically be highly efficient in our destruction of things because we can use every part of an animal, although we don't anymore. But it's kind of yeah. just unfortunate. But yeah, we are highly inefficient, unfortunately. Well, we're highly efficient. At Did you know that you can done. actually be buried without a coffin? You can yeah. put it in your will that you don't want a coffin, so you oh, can actually I thought, I thought you were referring to your victims. <laughs> was, no, yeah. no, you can actually be buried without a coffin. You can request it, and the will just put you in the ground as a body. Is that so that it makes it easier for the worms so they don't have to like knock on the door? No, I think it's more. I think it's more if you can't be asked to buy a coffin because they're expensive as fuck. Because the the funeral homes mark them up at two or three times the value price. Yeah, well, I they mean, know what... that you, because they know that most people think you need one to be buried. Well, to so be... why not? To be fair, once you're dead, you can't complain. I will say that's, that that's one thing. That's one thing that pisses me off is essential things that cost ridiculous amounts of money for yeah. no fucking reason. It's like. <laughs> Do you it's know like, why? It's it's like lasses period pads or fucking toothpaste and things like that. It's things that are daily necessities now. Some things a little bit less daily necessity. Like I know some people don't brush the teeth every single day, so you could. Some people would argue toothpaste is a necessity, but things like period pads and bits and pieces like that are a fucking necessity. Yeah. And yet they are expensive as fuck because the companies know that they can make money from them. Because you have to buy them. Kyle. In my if if we make our own fucking nation, I am making that shit free for everybody because there's no fucking reason you should have to pay to live. Right, a couple of things. First of all, stop saying period pads, you say sorry, Thomas. That's the word you're looking for. No, I've always called them period pads. My Fuck family say. calls them that. Right, anyway. That's what um, they are. <laughs> well, yeah, technically there's different forms of than all uh, those pads. There but is, anyway, but, what there I, what is I, but we mostly use the pads. I'm mostly yes. on about pads, not the yes. tampons and stuff, but right. the tampons as well. Yes, right. We're not, we're not getting into the schematics. Right. The second, Female sanitary on, equipment. Yes, yes. Aren't they now, isn't it now, free in Scotland? Yes, it is. Yes. yes. Which is and why I'm wondering why the fuck. Why. I agree. Why they're free in Scotland. It is caught... What, because they've got a Scottish Prime Minister, uh, that female Prime Minister. <laughs> No, it's because Scotland did the Scottish. What Scottish did the right the the Scottish did the right thing and went socialism, communism. Good lad. Good lad, Jay. Communism's the way forward. Nobody can complain if if everybody's skinned. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Uh, the, the other thing is as well, it, it's it's corporate greed, Kyle, supply and demand. They know that you need it. That's yeah. why it costs so much. Because if it was an Xbox, like Xbox is like 500 quid or a PlayStation or something. You don't need that. So if you haven't got 500 quid, you don't have one. Do you know what I mean? Well, some people. Well, yeah, you, but you know what I mean, generally. Yeah. Or a car. A car, when you buy a new car, is like £10,000 upwards for like a cheap one because they know that if you haven't got 10 grand, you're not, you, you can do that with a car. You can go on the bus. You can get a train. You know, a lot of people don't have cars. Whereas everybody or most almost every female does need these, well, definitely does at some point in their life. So that's why it's just corporate greed. They know that it's a necessity. They know that a lot of people need it, so we'll charge you for it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I agree. I, f- I feel like there should be a, a soup brand. When you, like, well, you know, when we do like shower, sh- sh- shower, shower gel and shampoo and stuff, toothpaste, basically just toiletries. <laughs> 
You know, ba- basic things that you need, like toilet roll as well. You can't live without toilet roll nowadays. <laughs> we used to be able to, but now it's basically a necessity to be civilized. You know, um, you know, we're a world country, and all sanitary shit is free, and um, Freddo's of the economy. Yes. Yeah. And we'll be the Scottish Republic. <laughs> Scottish Republic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because it's fucking I'm, awesome. I'm down with that. <laughs> the Scottish oh, Republic of Frederico. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You're using my my speech and like impediment. It's not your speech impediment, it was a brain fart, there's a difference. Your speech impediment sometimes (laughs) means you you slightly mispronounce a word or you can't say a word properly, whereas that was just a brain fart, you just added letters. (laughs) (laughs) You just added random bits and pieces. (laughs) Scottish. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Uh, Would Would you like to hear about the best case of someone skiving work ever? Go on then, then I've got something I want to talk to you about. Right. This this is the story of an electrician in Australia, of course. Of course. Who used crisp packets to skip work 140 times in a year. What? Huh? What? How? Oh, it's a stat. Oh, what's his name? Do you know that almost all crisps go to data on a Saturday? Yeah. Everywhere in the world. Yeah. You check, go back and buy a crisp and check the date on your Saturday if you're not gone. I don't know why. But no, yeah, um... Apparently, though, there's a. Did he put a tracker it... in it or something because it's foil and it stopped it? Or no, he he went he spent he used he did it to go and play golf, and basically what he did was because the crisp packets of foil and stuff there was of course he had a company car, yeah. so it would track him where he went. Yeah. So he put the crisp packet around it. It created a Faraday cage and confused the tracker. Hold up! What around the car? Around the tracker. All oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, so, because he's crisp packets. No, I said he's. I said <laughs> tracker. So he put it. He put it around the tracker and made it a Faraday cage to basically hide from his bosses, so that he used the company car to skive off 140 times, go and play golf, and basically it looked like he was on a job. So yeah, I was right. You covered the track with the crisp packet. Yeah. But that sounds like. Oh, yeah, so sorry to all Australians, but it sounds like the most Australian thing in the world to use a oh, Chris Packet to fuck off and go and play golf one hundred <laughs> and skive one hundred and forty times in a year. Upside down land. Jordan, I you know, know you'd that, try. If that's you a could. good point, Jordan. Jordan raises a good point. How did the Chris Packet not fall off? <laughs> that's what I'm assuming. He, I'm assuming he would have tied or used an electric band or something to keep mm. it over the trucker. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to risk it falling off while you're driving to the golf golf. Um, oh, now it's a golf station. It's not a golf station. <laughs> golf, to the golf station. Golf range. <laughs> no golf station. What's a golf, golf and green? The golf and green. That's the one. Golf and club. It's a fucking club now. Yeah, is everyone forgetting that golf courses are a thing? Is that what everyone's looking for? <laughs> yes, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Don't know. Use free for God, eh? Because free like all I free. got in a. All I got in a group chat, known for a fine fact, I couldn't go. Oh, videos and yeah, we'll pictures the, and that. The, the problem, so I muted the, the group tra- chat. But the problem is, <laughs> the problem is, if someone says course, I immediately think educational. I don't think golf or stupid shit like that. Courses are educational, or they are food, not sports. 
Yeah, but because you have you yeah, have but, your main course, and yeah, your first Kyle course, golf, and your second course. Golf bat went that way, so the set course mm, food. I bought a golf bat. Club. No, no, I'm not part it of the club. Is I was thinking about this. I know the scientific reason of why it should be called a bat and not a club because a it bat has a you, the, the, it has the, a the head. Definition... You use it to strike a ball. It is a bat. Yeah, the definition of a bat is to is to wield it to hit a ball or a sporting object. It has a handle, it has a head. The definition of a club is a weapon to be used to bash someone's fucking skull in in a time of war. So it's only a golf club or when someone pisses you off. So it's only, so yeah, it's a, only a golf club when it's in Scotland. <laughs> but if you take it to York, you be shot. Uh, to, all, to all our American listeners and all the other listeners that are not UK-based, oh I'd like to inform you of Kyle's little joke now. I'd like to explain it to you. Uh, if you go to Scotland, eh, there's um, two major towns you probably will visit. Everyone visits, visits it. Edinburgh. It's the Edinburgh and Glasgow. Right? Glasgow, now, aye. You go to Edinburgh first because otherwise you get stabbed. You won't be able to get there if you go to Glasgow first. Yeah. Edinburgh, Edinburgh is, is nicer. Anyway. Edinburgh is technically not Scotland because it's too nice. That's how it works. It's part right. so, of our northeast. We've adopted it. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> There's a major difference when you're between Edinburgh and Glasgow, right? In Edinburgh, you see a guy walking around a golf club. He's oh, actually going to go. He's going to go play golf. In Glasgow, someone's getting their head kicked in. <laughs> yeah. In a two-shaver. So in Glasgow, it's a club, but in Edinburgh, it's a bat. It's like yeah. it's like the whole thing of there's there's a there's a store that recorded its, uh, its selling patterns for the year. And it sold three baseballs, but like a hundred and something baseball bats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like any, anywhere that does that, you know they're not going to play sports. <laughs> in all fairness, um, golf, if I remember correctly, golf was invented in St. Andrews, which this... is... Uh, Bit of a rough area of Scotland, anyway. So it therefore, does have correct- a world famous <laughs> and very nice golf course, though. It does. So the correct terminology for the golf thingy jig you hit the ball with thingy is a jig. club, because it's an Scottish invention and it was um, created in St Andrews, which is a rough area of Scotland. Anyway, are you ready, Jay? Can Can I just for one split second? It's just the. Oh no, my brain's gone. Continue. Um, <laughs> golf, um, the modern game of what we now call golf, originated in 15th century Scotland. In the first 18 hole round, what we would now call a round of golf, was created at the old course at St Andrews in 1764. So when was go. football golf invented? Because that's the best kind. The foot golf. Foot golf, yes. Only a few years ago. The one that doesn't I skin keep, my hands. Uh, I keep um when I go to, go to work, I only hit the A one. Foot golf was invented in the Netherlands in two thousand eight. Every time, of course, uh, it was in the Netherlands. Every time I go towards the A one from where I live, there's a roundabout, and this roundabout has signs on that says "Foot golf this way." Because foot golf is fucking awesome. We're gonna foot go golf do it. looks amazing. 
I have a foot we'll golf green next to me. If if you guys are like ever want to come up and play, yeah, come up. You mean come down? Yourself. Yeah, come down and play. I will say I remembered what I was going to say earlier. Um, to all of our American listeners and viewers, the descriptions you have heard. This is why England is better because we have to be creative when we go and kill people. We don't just shoot them. Yeah, we take a golf hat and turn it into a club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to be inventive. Yeah. We invented do... an entire sport just so we could make a brutal metal instrument to hit someone with. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't just get a gun and shoot <clears throat> someone in this country if they piss you off. So you have to invent a sport, get a standard set of equipment made, but preferably something that's long, easy to wield, destructive and made of metal. And then you can then use that as a weapon on the street because if you walk around there, uh, if you walk around and you get stopped, you just go, nah, I'm going to play golf, mate. But there's blood on it. No, the ball was red. <laughs> the ball was... I was using red powder on the ball to make sure I could see where my shot went. Yeah. You see, right? Um, yeah, America, England had a school shooting. Right? This, is, this was called the Dunblane Massacre. The Dunblane Massacre took place in Dunblane Primary School in, guess where? Scotland. And then... In 1996, and you know what that happened? The whole UK got together thinking, yep, we don't need guns. Exactly. And now, and and you think you go like, oh, it's for self-defence, it's for self-defence. But as Jay pointed out, that was Scotland, and nobody really has guns. Um, When terrorists attacked Scotland, uh, they basically kicked them on the ball so hard that they taught the tear tendons in their own feet. Yeah. So you don't need a gun to defend yourself either. And fight no, like... away a terrorist with, what was it, a whale horn or a narwhal tusk? <laughs> it was a narwhal tusk and a fire extinguisher. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't in Scotland, there was, like, some terrorists, uh, and, like, they tried to run away and hide from Scottish people in a pub. No, it was a it was a politician. It was when... It was a politician, when, yes. It was when, one, I think it was but, when so the British Prime Minister went up there. Was it, like, Tony Blair or David Cameron or someone? Probably David went, Cameron. The, yeah, they tried to hide in a pub. They're trying to hide from Scottish people in a pub. One place the most that, Scottish like, place they're in the definitely going to be. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's like going to a primary school to get oh, made. Oh, God. Jay, Jay, well, if you're the no. poor. No, that, that's, the that, that's, that's like trying to hide in <laughs> a priesthood <laughs> by, look at, by acting like a cherub. Oh, God, right. Uh, I feel like we're getting off topic here. I'm going to bring it back to reality. What even is the topic? I'm going to bring it back to The topic was golf clubs. I think we're at the point now where we're rambling. Because, as I've discussed with you before, you know how pigeons don't exist? Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Pigeons are legitimately like the sixth (laughs) fastest animal recorded in history as well, anyway. It's because... And pigeons, how can pigeons? Wait, wait, I I must have been gone during this conversation. Uh, We've had this conversation conversation many times, Jay. You probably just zone out. Probably. How do pigeons not exist when it's pigeons or government drones for spying on you? Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? No, exactly. Yes, yes. There's more to that. I can I, I can go down to my father-in-law's house. He lives five doors down from me. I can go down, knock on his door, and ask him to see baby pigeons because he's a pigeon. Do you know man. what Please that means? send yeah. Stefan a fucking baby pigeon Jay, picture. Do you know what that means? He's a government agent. <laughs> oh shit! 
<laughs> father in law's a government agent. Right. Fucking conspiracy theories. Now I'm about to Is that why you had a warrant out for your arrest? <laughs> exactly, because he wants to, because he knows that I know that pigeons aren't real. Right. As you can see, through the schematic I've sent you. Oh god. This oh, is how pigeon drones them. work. They have charging coils on their feet, so now they don't have oh, to dear back. God. They don't it's have to an go inductive back to... charging coil. Yes, because they don't have to go back to uh, data collection centers to be charged and to be to have their information downloaded, because now they can just land on power lines and charge themselves. But the reason I bring this up is because as I was milled about the internet earlier today, actually, I found a website that is www.pigeonsaren'treal.co.uk. Oh dear God! Are you ready, Stefan? Yes, Stefan. I hate to break it to you. What? Look at the group. Look at the chat. What? See, Big Brother is watching. <laughs> I said that. I said that picture to him last year. Yeah. Exactly. So, dear God. Yeah, there's a, there's a pigeon. So it, it talks about different things. You know when pigeons bob their head when they walk, so they're like. Which most chickens and birds do. Right. Because like it's a way to keep balance. No, it's not. If you watch What's a pigeon that? walk, and there's this this site links to a YouTube channel where you can see a video of a pigeon walking in slow motion. What they actually do is they move their head forward, and then when it looks like they're kind of bobbing it back, they actually move their body forward without moving their head. Their head stays perfectly still. And that's image stabilization. Um, it's not. It's fucking balance stabilization for a creature that has two legs and normally flies. It's, it's image stabilization for the camera. Um, it's in a new edition in 2020 pigeon drones. Uh, they've got Wi-Fi interceptors so they can perch on windowsills and hack your private network. Good fucking luck. Not even I know the password to my network half the time. That's because you don't work for the government. Yeah, so it still has like organic material in the natural brain that embedded into these birds. Um, so they kind of do their own thing, but there is biotech to control the pigeon via impulse um, processors. Um, so when a, and when a the pigeon post... charges, is that why pigeons always um, sit on those spike things? Yes. You know, it's like, oh, these are pigeon spikes, it's not pigeons sitting on them, but like pigeons always sit on them. To be fair, it, it, kind, it kind of makes exactly. sense when you think that <laughs> if you're ever driving around England and you, see a pi- and you see a pigeon in the middle of the road... It will never fucking move out, out your way. It will just stand there and look at you until you swerve around it or you manage to line it up so that you'll go over the top of it and it just goes in the middle of the car. And then you look in the mirrors and just see the fucking bob its head back up and stare at you as if you just clicked Do its you head off. know why? And this is genuine. I'm being genuine here. No, I'm not being pigeon drone right? It's genuinely pigeons process images so fast that if you took a pigeon to a cinema to sit and watch a, a, TV, a, a film, it would be bored because it processes images so fast that as we, what we see is a moving picture is obviously thousands of frames moving very, very, very quickly. The pigeon would literally see as like a, as a slideshow and then it, because that's how quickly the, they can process things. It's like 250 times faster than a human or something. Isn't that the same thing with like a lot of flying animals are the same because they need to be able to do it in order to fly and actually not Possibly. bash. But isn't it the same as how like a fly's movement, the reason it's very hard to actually swat a fly or catch a fly is because we are basically moving in slow motion compared to them. Yeah, we are. But that's because it, but if we had the same uh, processing power with these cameras that these drones have, then we would be that good. 
Oh God's sake! Dude, I have the, hu- the 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 human eye, the, the human eye does actually process stuff at about the same speed as a fucking Ethernet cable half the time. Mm. Uh, on that note, thank you for listening to Taking Off Air. We might be taking off air now that we know that we're on the drones. Do, do we not still have another half hour or something? What time or what? Like half nine? Yeah, it's half nine. When did we start? Yeah, we didn't start uh-huh. all about eight. We didn't start until like eight, so... <laughs> yeah, I think we're just sort of rambling now. We're not rambling, I'm telling you useful information about <laughs> pigeons. And this is where we see the FBI agents coming into Stefan's house. Well, I have something that I want to... I want to... I want to congratulate someone. Jordan's, website, Jordan's, Jordan's what just got What the fuck was that, Jordan's Jordan? watching football, so he's shouting, get in, because I'm guessing Newcastle just scored. I am still... 3-2. Yeah, Jordan, they've got nothing to prove they've already won the title. I don't care. Still being City. Anyway, Jesus Christ. We've got Carson in there. Jesus who's, is who's smacking something? Because all I can hear is something Jordan, banging Jordan, against stuff. Jordan's have you uh, have you seen the like the merch on the pigeons on real website? Uh, no, like but I'm about hat. to. There's no way that says make pigeons real again. Exactly. <laughs> it's taking the piss right. out of Trump's red hat with "Make America Great Again." Did you get that? I'm I'm gonna <laughs> buy these for me father-in-law, who's a pigeon man. <sighs> A pigeon man, <laughs> fucking bird. Isn't it not a bird breeder or something? Not a pigeon man. I'm gonna. No, he raises pigeons. I'm gonna. Yeah, make, so he's not a pigeon man. I'm gonna make some kind of um electro electromagnetic device so that I can scramble these drones. Don't you mean EMP? Well, no, I don't, don't want to break them. I just want to scramble them so they get confused. It'll be funnier. Hey, Christ. I can't EMP shit, Kyle, because then people say microwaves and all sorts of blow up. I'd kill TVs. Have, have you ever seen drone footage from the military? It's so shit. How the fuck would they manage to make any sort of good, decent drone do you, with do you, a right, pigeon? This is, are you ready for my next show? I thought since you said that. How comes you're at the theme park, right? You're on yes. a roller coaster. You're right. doing 75 mile an hour. Oh, this is to do with your picture, isn't it? Absolutely crystal clear image. Yeah? Yeah. But somebody standing still robbing a post office and the, everything's pixelated. Uh, isn't that why? something to do with the cameras are specifically designed to do that for some reason? No, so why? So they why? pick up what only the key no features sense. or some shit. It does sort of make no sense, but it's also so that it gets a recognisable thing. It's like it the doesn't... stores... The stores have, the, like... Have you noticed that, like, when, every, when a store gets robbed and uh, posted a picture all over the internet... And they're like, oh, have you seen this man? It's all pixelated. Have you noticed there's always a fucking cheapskate owner that owns that shop who is like a corner shop that they'd never spend any money on the new security upgrades in like 60 years. What was that I saw earlier? There was something I saw earlier. A black man wore, oh, a God. White, wore the mask of a white man so that he could rob places. He robbed like 20 stores before he got caught. And they realised he was a black man because he wore like one the one the weird like uh, rubberized masks of a face with like ginger hair, and he wore a hoodie and everything. And apparently, it was good enough to fool people into thinking he was white. I thought he was Spencer. 
I can't remember where it was. I th- I'm, it was in America, but I can't remember like who he was, was and, or when it was. But was yeah, he, he legitimately got a white man mask. He whited up and did robbed you, twenty places. Did you see? Did you see the guys that tried to rob uh, a place by duct tape on their face, but didn't even cover their face? Yeah. All the guys I mean, painted their face with UV paint so that the security cameras couldn't see them because they just looked white, but everyone just recognised them because they could see their face because human eyes don't pick up UV. Wasn't that also a case of someone tried to cover <laughs> his face in lemon juice yes. to block it's the CCTV? A, yeah, it's the same kind of principle. <laughs> yeah. Humans are smart, aren't we? We're, we're the master race. Just, just, sti- just stick to a pair of stockings that distort your face by squashing your nose and all sorts. Okay, it's the Kyle, traditional like one. Personal preference. It's the traditional one. Was he like, like an unhappy spaniel when you do get the CCTV footage released? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? Hey. Um. Buh, 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 I've already talked about that one. I'm looking through the topics that I've still got. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh-huh. Have you got anything about war? I do. I have loads about war, but one of them. Oh is to do with the glorious Soviet Union. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is it where there was a school right. shooting in Russia? No. Russia This does. is that a Soviet cosmonaut who was on the International Space Station outlasted the collapse of his country because he left Earth as a Soviet and he returned home as a Russian because the Soviet Union collapsed while he was in space. So he left, he outlived the Soviet Union, believing he was still a Soviet until he got home. He was a Soviet when he left Earth, and he was a Russian when he came back. Hold on. He, was the yeah, last, he, he believed he's, he's he was a still a Soviet until he got home. That doesn't count. No, it's it's the sort of thing of, he's, he was technically still a Soviet citizen, because he wasn't actually in the country or anything when, when it happened. He was in space, and... He's, All right. So like, does that mean he he, he is away... he is officially classed as the last Soviet citizen? So does that citizen. mean if you are in the UK and you moved away in two thousand and two, and you went live in America, as long as you don't return back to the UK, then you're still as part of the EU because you ha- you weren't there when they had Brexit. No, I think it's because he was in space, not because he was still on planet Earth. Well, that's bullshit. I'll just sit on the moon and go, I'm not, I'm not coming back, you've ruined it. Apparently, uh, is, This is apparent, Scottish. Apparently, uh, in the, it was in the spring of 1993, three decades after Gagarin's historic flight, uh, Sergei Krikalev and Anatoly Otskibrovsky just the resident Russian and not be able to read the Russian names. It's literally spelled Artsy Barsky. So Artsy I'm gonna say it's Artsbarsky. Uh were to follow in his footsteps, but first they kept up with the tradition Gagarian had started back in nineteen sixty one. The like men marched to the right rear tire of the bus, unzipped their spacesuits, <laughs> and pissed on the wheel. For some reason, that is the... Oh, no, yes, he'd done that, didn't he? Tradition. And now every single Russian astronaut does that. Yeah, it's like a good look sign now. space, yeah. Um, to the world, space travel had become routine, because there was m- dozens of bits and pieces. Uh, events on Earth would soon distract the world and set a new course for manned spaceflight that continues today. Uh, the 
after blasting off, uh, they wouldn't inhale earthly air for 312 days. In that time, the soft-spoken cosmonaut would watch his country crumble from 200 miles up. Presidents would change. His hometown of Leningrad would become St. Petersburg, and one communist superpower would splinter into 15 nations. Hold on. So, by the time he came back, his hometown had changed name. The president would cha- had changed. His communist superpower had split into 15 nations, and he was the last Soviet citizen. Hold on. Alright, okay. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, right. So, was he on the space station? Uh, I don't know if he was in space station or just in space. Uh, Wait, because you said he was there for how long? He was up there for a year, basically, 312 days. Right, so uh, I'm assuming he would have been in the space station. Yeah, I'm assuming he was in the ISS. So you said he didn't breathe earthly air for 300 and something days, but he still did. Because the... It's, uh, it's recycled air, yeah. Yeah, I've just Googled how does the space station have air. The short answer is that astronauts and cosmonauts, that means a Russian astronaut, brings oxygen from Earth. They make more oxygen by running electricity through water, which is electrolysis. The air and water on the space station all originally came from Earth, so he's still breathing earthly air, so fuck your bullshit. Yeah, it, it, was, it, it was basically... It, it's the same as if you're underwater. <laughs> everything gets recycled, so your air gets recycled, your water gets recycled, yeah. everything gets recycled. Um, the first Britain you in know space... You, grew, you know you grow uh, a new body every seven years? Yeah. Yes, because you shed so many skin cells and stuff. Um, Helen Shawman, the first, Britain, if you... Britain, the, the first Different... Britain in space, launched with Quick Lev in May 1890. One, which was his second trip, so the first Britain in space went with him. Yeah. Sorry, continue with your body thing. It's your your skin obviously dies, you shed it, and you replace it. But basically, different cells regenerate at different speeds and stuff. But on average, every seven years, you can pretty much guarantee that every single cell in your body will have been replaced. Yeah, because it's constantly replacing cells. You have to. Yeah. If you don't, you would just crumble up and die, basically. You would shrivel up. Well, that's what happens eventually, anyway. Uh, because we, apparently... we, we replace the cell, but we don't apparently make it any younger than what it was when it when we replaced the other one. No, it's just like a, it's literally just a replacement. Otherwise, yeah. we would never age. That's why that. Ooh, that's how vampires wouldn't age. Exactly. Would just replace the cells back. Do 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 do. Apparently, as the spacecraft approached Mir, which was the space station for the Russian side, the targeting system failed. Her heart, ra- her heart raced, knowing that a miss could be deadly. But his aim, w- but Krikalev's aim was flawless, even without any guidance. And they boarded, wi- boarded without issue, joining an existing crew. Mir is the Russian space station. M I R. I think it's the. Does that mean I think that's the Russian? section of it because they've got like different different sections are controlled by different nations basically so does that mean the three wise men took jesus some precious metal some perfume oh, and sure. a russian space station i knew it i knew you were going there that puts a whole new perspective on the bible 
Hey, the place would suit you well. Murr had earned well had a well earned reputation as a smelly, noisy place. How does that suit me well? I'm like smells or noise. <laughs> you call me smelly or noisy. Yeah, I'm well, saying it, your it farts are stinky and loud. Well, it did get some, it did get sent to the Middle East, so we can't blame it. For twenty years, you can't deny the fact that we don't know you. I know you tried to block it out, but it's actually been longer than twenty years. Are, are you? Yeah, it has. Are you How ready? Are you? Well, we've known each other since first school, and we've known I'm each other since we were so probably like twenty five. So yeah, about twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. So does that make you feel old? Too? Yes, we have to. We've known each other for about twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. Can I go back in time and shoot myself? No. <laughs> Only if you shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> The um, are you ready for the best description of a space space station ever? Is it a game uh, to Jesus? You can't, you can't no. beat my description of a space station joke the other day at work. What was your description? Um, big round thing that hangs and just hangs around a space. Well, to be fair, when Kyle mixes up the acronym, <laughs> he does refer to it as ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the ISSSI, SSSI, SSSI. <laughs> Uh, no, um, apparently Murr had delivered, had developed, had <laughs> d- delivered it, it had developed the distinct aroma of sweaty men locked in a small house with cognac. Is that, is that frankincense? But in all uh, fairness, that's like um, a good synopsis of what a space station is. Yeah, the constant maggot from fans and pumps and other machinery was enough to cause hearing loss. But to Krikalev, none of that mattered. He always said when he got into the space station, he felt like he was going home. So he basically he enjoyed being there more than he enjoyed being at Earth. Well, so would you if you live in Russia. Every Soviet time you went, every, time, every spare moment to try to look at Earth, apparently one of the hobbies he had was he'd search the planet for places he'd been or heard about. So if he had heard about a place, he would like watch the planet rotate and try and find it. Um, do, do, basically, oh, sorry. Basically, that description is uh, is is the perfect description of how our office is going to be like. What we're going to wait is. for the Earth to go past so we can find places we've been. <laughs> no, um, a small crab, um, crab space that's smelly. That smells like cognac. <laughs> it smells like sweaty man and cognac. Sounds about right, honestly. <laughs> uh, Although it would be more coffee, I think, with you two. And oh, tea for I, me. Hey, if we don't have to drive home, it'll be alcohol. <laughs> so our office space now needs hammocks. To be fair, I want a hammock anyway. Deal. Deal, Deal for hammocks. When we get um, kicked, when we get uh, when uh, when we get sent to sleep on the couch, we can just go to the office instead and sleep on the hammock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you guys ready for the best? Game ever. I'm playing the best game ever at the minute. Is it football? No. Is it Monopoly? No, I'm playing um, Resident Evil Village at the minute. Because this, is, you lucky twat. Fuck you. Don't tell us anything. Don't spoil it. Um, big vampire, big big vampire lady, and the. We know the big. I know the big vampire lady. You know the. Three daughters. You have no idea. You like you'd be jumping out of your skin, but also your fucking Jay. Cock would be jumping out of your pants as well. Jay, I've seen a little bit of it. The daughters look like Mariah Brink from In This Moment. 
I can't unsee that because Mariah Brink's done a couple of music videos recently and they look similar. It's mad. Um, no, I'm talking about Monopoly. Um, oh, Monopoly's not the life size game Monopoly, Monopoly is the greatest board game ever. Monopoly is the greatest game, especially when it is played upside to down. The point, especially when there is the record for the longest Monopoly marathon ever played. Where brothers from the Sigma Alpha Mu fraternity oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, played for five days straight. And they never spoke to each other ever again. <laughs> they, played for, they played for five days straight. As they played, the brothers pooled their resources and split into teams. Uh, it was 2v2. But with the players working together, it became much harder to knock anyone out of the game. Uh, the quote is saying, somebody had a Monopoly game and we started to play this thing, and sooner or later we realised that we couldn't end it. Uh, Pussies. According to, according to the man whose name leads and who will be 70 this January, which this article was made in 2012, the game was done in 1961, by the way, so it's an old game. Yeah. Um. But he still remembers to, to remark a d- detail. He says, The game dragged on for hours into mon- Monday night. When it still had- hadn't ended by Tuesday morning, the brothers all decided that they couldn't just stop. They wanted to let people know that they weren't going to. So Leeds called KDKA, Pittsburgh's local news affiliate, and told them, Hey, we're in the middle of a Monopoly game that we can't end, and we're going to keep this thing going. Apparently they said, the, the, they told the KDA they could send someone down to the fraternity house if they wanted to see the game for themselves. At 3am on Tuesday morning, a representative found the brothers still hard to play and decided to pick up the story. By the time dawn rolled around on Tuesday, the four brothers needed to think of a way to keep the game going and still attend their other commitments like class. So they started playing in shifts with other fraternity brothers and pledges playing for the teams in their absence. Different people would take shifts of about an hour or an hour and a half, and there were about 30 people who played the game at one time or another over the course of the five days. <laughs> On Wednesday, so once it had been going for three days, it ran into some trouble. Can anyone guess what the trouble was? Someone broke rank and tried to fuck everyone. No. As there anyone who's ever pushed... As anyone who's even oh, brushed Monopoly will be aware, a player receives £200 every time he or she passes the space go. The they passed go so many times, the bank had run out of money. Yeah. So naturally, the players wired Parker Brothers, the maker of Monopoly, to suggest a course of action. As recorded in the Pitt News story about the debacle, the coverage of the game and the current directions of, to Monopoly itself, Parker Brothers did not let this stand. Upon receiving the message of the marathon gamer's distress... They wired them back, saying, Refuse to let bank fail, rushing one million Monopoly bo- dollars to you by airmail. Carry on. According to the Pit News story, the brothers loaned back some of their Monopoly money to the bank so they could continue playing while the reserve bu- funds were being flown to Pittsburgh International Airport. The one million pound in Monopoly money was picked up at the airport by Brink's security armoured trucks and driven to the fraternity house arriving on Thursday night, by which time the brothers had broken the bank again. They got an armoured truck of Monopoly money delivered to the book. Imagine being at a university in 1961 saying an armoured truck deliver Monopoly money so they could continue right. a marathon of For Monopoly. a start, only Americans right. would have to put Monopoly money in an armoured fucking truck. Right. Uh, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> how long was this game? 
Five days. Five days. Challenge accepted. As soon as we get an office, we're breaking this. And since they started on Monday, and it arrived on Thursday night, basically they only had the one million Monopoly pounds for the fifth day, and that's it. They only had it for about a day, a day and a half. We'll just buy a couple of sets of Monopoly. We shouldn't even buy Monopoly money. Loose. But uh, apparently... It was picked up by major news outlets across the country, including the Wall Street Journal. Uh, according, according to the one of the players, the journal thought the game was an excellent representation of inflation. The story story from the a magazine reported that several economics professors suggested their students watch the game and see how the value of money can be deflated when too much of it is in circulation. Uh, the game went on for two more days, but with the fa- with finals fast approaching, the brothers knew it would have to end sometime. They decided to end it on Saturday, December the second, at the fraternity founder's day dinner. You get pretty crazy after playing Monopoly for five days, he said. Uh, the article reported that the last dice were thrown by the Parker brothers' vice president Randall- Randolph Barton, leaving the final results at Finkel and Leeds with one hundred forty-six thousand. And Polinoff and Fogel with one hundred and thirty-three thousand. Right, so after the five interest... days, after five days and one hundred and twenty and a half hours, history's longest Monopoly game was over. At the dinner, Barton awarded the fraternity with a wooden embossed edition of Monopoly, as well as one hundred copies of assorted games, which were donated to the Greater Peter United Fund and distributed to Chris at Christmas. Uh, at the time, Fogel was quoted in the pit news as saying there will be no rematch, at least not until the end of this trimester. But I'm guessing they never got round to the rematch because there's no other cases of it going on that long. Yeah, that's a fun thing. Let's uh, let's travel back to 22 years in the past. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys know that Monopoly um, was a game invented by Christopher Hutton in the 1900s in Leeds. Right. Uh, in 1939, Christopher Hutton was employed by the British Secret Service M- MI9 to help prisoners of war escape from Germany prison camps across Europe during the war. Large numbers of British airmen crashed over the enemy airspace and were held, at prison, held as prisoners behind enemy lines. MI9... Nine's wall was to get many back to safety as possible, and Christopher Hudden's wall was very similar to James Bond's cube. Hudden, Hudden experimented with a lot of different escape ideas, including cloth maps sewn into uniforms, compasses so, so small could be hidden in the back of buttons, blankets and cloven patterns on them, which could be cut and sewn together by the prisoners of war, and shoe heels and knives hidden in them. Germany prison guards discover many of these things were found in Hudden's game of Monopoly. Yeah, so... yeah, he he made the Monopoly so that he he made the special bits. I'm sure there was also a case of someone had um someone had made a game and sent it to them, and like the board of the game was the map of the prison, so yeah, that they could yeah. just use it as a way to go like find the way out. Yeah, there's been Christopher Hudden and monopolies and all sorts that they've done all this. Christopher Hudden um, was employed by MI9, you know, a guy who who invented Monopoly in the 1900s, early 1900s, yeah. was employed by a British secret service to get prisoners of war out by hiding stuff inside Monopoly. By hiding I mean, stuff why the hell inside not? the rectum. Why the hell not? I'm sorry, right, if us four were, in, were prisoners of war... And we're stuck in a cell, and we got delivered Monopoly. 
we wouldn't escape. We would spend spend five days playing. We'll spend six days breaking the record, <laughs> then escape. <laughs> yeah, we'd lit- would would probably figure out within the first hour. Right, this is what all this is for. Let's plan the escape, and then we'd all go. First though, we've got to beat a fucking record. <laughs> the record that was set twenty two years later. <laughs> well, yeah, we we'd we'd be the ones that set the previous record, and we need to try that record at some point. Oh, we're gonna. Don't you worry. Um, I'm gonna since we've only got ten minutes, I'm gonna finish it off with a nice, light-hearted topic, and something, and it's a topic where Wales have done well for once. Oh, for fuck's sake! Not the Welsh. Don't say that for fuck's sake. Only good thing about the Welsh is they say Bumblebee funny. No, I want to try and find. I want to try and find more information on this guy because I think he's doing well, right? This is the case that Wales has elected the youngest mayor. He's he's the youngest ever mayor in Wales. He's oh, the first. He the he's, dude? he's the first ever openly non-binary mayor in any city anywhere. And what's he's, non-binary? It's basically he doesn't, he, he doesn't have a gender. But he's male. Like, like if he's he's if the image <laughs> of him is literally he's wearing a dress. With the mayoral necklace and a, one of those fluffy Victorian frothy fucking tie things, um. But this is I'm more interested in the fact that he's a 22 year old who became a mayor of a town in Wales. I want to know what sort of shit he can get. Up. I want to follow his career as being mayor of Wales, but I want to see if he's the one of the two types. Which type of 22 year old he is because the one that pretends he hasn't got a gender even though he's got a dick no he's he's he's, he's our um yeah that's the thing he's our age group so he could either be he's generation z he's a waste of oxygen (coughs) he's not he's 22 isn't 22 still in our no kyle no we're 25 plus Ah, okay, never mind then because i thought he was in our age group so i was saying he's got a chance of either being okay or no. being a whiny little bitch, but no, he's whiny just a whiny little bitch. There is a man that is saying, I'm not a man, you can't call us a man, or I don't have a gender, and you're saying he might not be a whiny little bitch. I mean, to be fair, I'm not fussed by all that. I just want to know what policy, what, like, can mayors do policies and stuff? It's no. really hurting my feelings the way you keep saying mayor. Mayor. <laughs> mayor. 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 Is it's, it's Italian coming out? Mayor. It's a mayor. That's what you say, it's mayor. No, He's the mayor. mayor of the Wales. It's mayor. 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 I have always said mayor. I always hate it when people go, I am the mayor. Well, they're not it's a fucking, fucking That's mayor. a job title. <laughs> Listen to what they said, Kyle. If he said, I am the mayor, yeah. he is the mayor. It's because the, the only yeah. per- it's because the only person who I've actually spoken to, who I've like seen who calls himself the mayor, was is the fucking mayor. Boris, because he's a twat. I have met the fucking mayor of... North- no! I've <laughs> met the mayor of... I don't know if it was the mayor of Northumberland or something, but I met them because they went to me fucking Nana's birthday party, and they called themselves the fucking mayor. You've devolved this into just me doing a jail going mayor. Yeah. No, you but, have. No, you have. I've, I've met. I've met. I've met a mayor who went to my nana's no. fucking birthday party, and he called himself the mayor. Can we talk about Kyle being Italian? 
Babbler, does he have I have met I have met two mayors actually Meh. because one of them comes to the school every once in a while. We sound like sheep, yeah? Meh. Dude, it is you know, it's just meh. Thank you for pointing that out, Ash. Meh. You know what? Ask Meh. 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 This is all it is now. Dude, it's just evolved to us you being You know what? You know what? Asimo, the robot, the, the uh, Honda robot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. You know how it's really like human-like Asimo. and they can stand up and they can do all humany things. Um, Humanoid. Yes. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 appeared and done. Is he non-binary? No. Or does he have a lot of zero one zero one zero zero ones? Yes. Right. No. Listen. To be fair, at one point I did want a tattoo of binary. When Does that mean if the... I get a tattoo of binary, I can say I'm fully binary? He is, <laughs> yes. Exactly. Get the binary phone, man. <laughs> right. Anyway, that that has I was going to get the binary of I am human. Do you know? That's a lie. And you know what it is. <laughs> that's a lie. I like how that's the first I am the mayor. <laughs> the mayor. I can be the mayor of of Scottish, 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 Scottish mayor. <laughs> no, anyway, this anyway, you, you right? The awesome what when it does speeches in different countries that obviously program it with a different language, and it stands mm-hmm. and it does a speech and blah blah blah. Except from when the creators... Please tell little, me it spoke Scottish. No, the little Japanese guys from Honda, it will have at some point, or at least English, but when they took it to Italian and they programmed it with Italian, they also programmed it to do the flamboyant hands and hand gestures <laughs> when it's talking. So the, so the went full racist and went, well, if he's going to be talking in Italy, he might as well be going, I am a mayor. I need to find a video of that because it's going to be the best thing ever. A yeah, robot but... trying to talk with its hands. <laughs> oh. uh, Fucking hell, I love it. Kyle. Anyway. We'll... Kyle. Yes. What sound does a sheep make? Bah. Or meh. <laughs> no. Bah. Fucking or bah. Meh. Meh. No. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Taking Off There. I'm your whole Taking Off Meh. <laughs> Taking Off Meh. Taking Off Meh. <laughs> meh. If that's what a sheep sounds like, is that why he's the Welsh meh? <laughs> <laughs> That's broken, Jay. He said bad. <laughs> Just because I was talking about sheep. Oh. Sick. <laughs> maybe that's why he wants to be non-binary, because if they can't nail down the sex of the sheep, then maybe they'll not do the sex with the sheep. Right, well, well, thank well, you very much for listening to Taking Off Air. I'm your host, Jay. You've been um, I'm your host, Kyle. By... We're going to be taken off air very soon for that fucking joke, I think. We've been joined by... Kyle, we've been joined by John, and we've also been joined by. Yeah. He's just going to stay silent. Stefan, follow us on on all social media: <laughs> facebook.com forward slash taking affair. You can also f- follow us on Twitter: twitter.com forward slash taking affair. Follow us on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Reptoside Productions. We have our own Reddit page where you can submit topics and other shit. Um, there's some members now, but there's never really been conversion. That's t- reddit.org forward slash r forward slash taken off air. Is it .org or is it .com? One of the two. Go to our website at 
takeitoffair.com. You can buy merch. The new website is launching at the mid of this month, um, sometime next week or the week after. Also, you can support us by just sending us a pound for coffee at buymeacoffee.com for slash takeitoffair. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com for slash takeitoffair. And also, if if you're part of the Acast network, if you're just a listener on Acast, we have links to go to and support us on Acast. We don't give a shit about the money. If you don't want want to support us without giving us money, just simply subscribe to us, follow us on all the preferred podcasters and platforms, and get all your mess to listen to us. I mean, I think that we don't give a shit about money when we're talking about making a federal currency. Make it happen, people. Well, as long as we don't I will have your I will be your mayor fellows. of Scotland. I will be your mayor of Scotland <laughs> with the federals. You will Goodbye. never be an elected mayor as long as you fucking say mayor. It's, <laughs> since it's I'll make it my duty. I will lure you into a village where I can say you're Welsh and shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, 